Hey folks, welcome to Brush Pile Fishing. It's time for another video podcast. As always, we've got a great guest in store today, a man I met a couple years ago uh, at our veterans tournament for Travis Mills, actually. And uh, Barney Gammon's going to join us. He is a guide here in Ohio. We don't talk a lot about, about guides here up north. Everything seems to be uh, concentrated down south. But we're going to talk to Barney and some Ohio fishing, so stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing, the video podcast. All right, folks, welcome back. And uh, Barney, you with us? I'm here. I'll tell you what, it's a nasty day here in Ohio. We got temperatures of about 40, which we're not complaining about. We're in the first week of December, but it's rainy out there. Um, but you are a guide. Now, listen, folks, he's from one of our rivals in the uh, high school football area. But uh, Barney and I has got to be pretty good friends over the last couple of years. Barney, you are guiding here in Ohio. What lakes do you like to concentrate on? Uh, my favorite lakes are the Columbus Lakes, you know, Allen Creek, O'Shaughnessy, um, Delaware until the issues there. Uh, yeah. But uh, yep. and here lately I've been been picking up a lot of uh, time on Griggs. Um, that's kind of a Never hidden gem. Never that. Yeah, a lot of people are are kind of overlooking Griggs, and uh, it's been a lot of fun here lately. Really? What are you doing to to catch him fish right now? Uh, you know, you know how I roll, Russ. I'm a live scope guy, so um, typically looking for any kind of structure with side imaging. And, you know, of course you look for patterns, you know, the winter patterns, the summer patterns, all that good stuff. Um, but then, you know, especially at Griggs, they're, they're really schooled up well right now. So you find one, you find a thousand and, uh, it's a, it's a blast. Well, and, you know, want to talk about that a little bit. One of the things that I want to bring, uh, Barney, you were probably one of the first in Ohio to actually get the live scope and start using it, uh, when it first came out. And I know one of the things that you like to do when you're guiding, if someone not just wants to catch fish, but they want to learn to use that live scope, one of the things you concentrate on is the teaching part of that. Absolutely. So I was fortunate enough that uh, I came into a little bit of money at the same time live scope came out. And uh, so I, I, you know, I had a boat that didn't have any electronics on it and happened to be in Bass Pro the, the week of their triple threat sale in March. And the guy behind the counter said, dude, you got to check this out. And so I was looking uh, at it. I thought, man, if this thing is 50 percent of what they say it's going to be, it's going to be fun. So, like I said, I had some money. I, I had changed jobs and and talked him into a signing bonus. So, um, yeah, I had a little bit of money that was kind of free money, so to speak. And, um, after talking to him, I, I gave it a shot and it took a little while to get used to it. Uh, it was definitely something brand new and really there wasn't anybody to reach out to for help. So it was just go play with it and, and see what you can figure out. And, uh, that was, uh, March of 2018. So I've, I've been playing with it for about five and a half years now. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's been a learning curve for sure and i would never say i'm the best at anything and i don't believe i am but experience equals uh knowledge right and so i've I've played around with it quite a bit and, and fine-tuned it quite a bit and since then uh there's been i think six total live scope systems come through through my boats and uh you know right <laughs> now my, my current boat is set up with three standalone systems um and the reason i did that was exactly what you alluded to so i can get people in three different spots in my boat and uh, as you know, with spot lock, sometimes the wind doesn't let you fish where you want to fish. Yeah. So having the one in the back of the boat comes in handy a lot, especially on strong wind days. Um, and we're able to set 
you know, three different people up and and show them how to use it and let them get firsthand experience and playing around with the system. Uh, and usually it's uh, it's oh my gosh, you know, they they get down there. I can't. That's my bait. Are you serious? That's a fish, really? You know. So um, as you know, it's it's pretty pretty eye opening and pretty mind boggling what you can see with live scope. So yeah, um, you know, you get people on it, and I think I've had five different friends that that uh, booked a trip with me that didn't know me. And we went out and went fishing and afterwards they're calling me and saying, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go buy a live scope. Can you help me out? Can you tell me where to get it? Can you tell me what to get? You know, and, and a few of those we've even met up and I've helped them set them up in their boat, you know, wire them and, you know, figure out where they want the screens, where they want the pole, if they want it on the trolling motor, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's something that I, I've had a lot of fun learning and, and playing around with. And, uh, it's, it's pretty, uh, rewarding for me personally, when somebody calls and says, man, I just can't get it working right. You know, I can't ever see my jig. I can't ever see clarity. I can't tell what's a fish. And usually we can hop on their boat and within, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, we can get them set up pretty well. And again, that goes back to that experience you've had, you know, cause you've had yours for a while. I know. And, and, you know, just to be honest, there are people that love live scope. There are people that hate live scope. Um, but it's here to stay. It's an effective tool. And I've talked on our show several times about, I've never seen anything affect the industry as much as LiveScope has. I use mine a little different. Um, I'm a little bit older than you. Uh, I'm still old school, but not so old that I don't use my LiveScope, but I like using it. If I'm fishing a brush pile or a row of pontoons or docks, I want to see where the fish are at. Are they tight in that structure? Are they, you know, around the structure? And, you know, if even like standing timber, I just want to know if they're there. And then I basically go back to what I was doing, you know, normally shooting docks or whatever. I, I still, I still like doing that. I like dropping down and the expite, you know, not knowing what's going to hit or when, uh, but I still use that live scope to see if they're there because man, even if you only use it that way, you eliminate dead water or, you know, if you pull into a cove that's full of standing timber, it used to be you fished every piece of that timber, you know, now you can eliminate the ones that you don't see the fish on. So I'm just as guilty. I use it. Maybe not to the extent a tournament guy was or someone that's going out teaching live scope like yourself, uh, but it's here to stay and it is a very effective tool. Um, want to switch gears a little bit. So, so folks, if you book a trip with him and you got a brand new live scope system, this is going to be well worth your money because not only are you going to catch fish, hopefully, but Barney's going to teach you a lot about the live scope and you're going to have a big jump as, as far as if you would have just got in your boat uh, and just tried to use it. So there's a big plus. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, we're in, in December and here in Ohio, normally some of our lakes are starting to freeze over, but we've had a mild fall. Now we had a few cold days here in the last couple of days where we were in the teens actually, but uh, things are back up in the forties today. One of the lakes, if you, you know, if you want some bigger fish, like you say, Allen Creek's a good one, Buckeye Lake, however, they've drawn Buckeye down. Uh, and if you've never been to Buckeye folks, the November show on brush pile fishing check that out on youtube that's me and my son we fished it in the spring uh, i was fortunate enough i won some some tournaments back in the day on buckeye and uh, it's always been one of my favorite but right now there is nothing better than eating crappie out of this cold water we've got water temperatures in the 40s the the fillets are just perfect 
one of the lakes that I think gets overlooked. And we had a trip last year. Me and you was going to fish together, but I ended up, Tom, my buddy, he he goes down with me. And then Zach Sora wanted to meet us. So Zach ended up getting on the boat with you. But Caesars Creek, we had two boats. You guys uh, was in one area. We was in another. The thing I remember about that trip now, I'm not going to try to lie and say that Caesars Creek has the big fish consistently that some of the air lakes do. But I'll tell you what, if you want cleaner fish, good numbers to where you're not on the lake all day in this cold, tell them about Caesar Creek. Cause man, I remember we caught a lot of fish. We did. We caught a bunch that day. And, uh, that's, a, that's another example of, I hadn't met Zach before that day and, you know, a fella hops in the boat and three hours later, you, you talk on a weekly basis from there on, you know, and now uh, you wish you didn't meet him, right? No. <laughs> Sorry, no, Zach. Zach's, a, Zach's a great guy. Um, and he makes some good jigs too. Uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So Caesars, uh, I think, um, if I remember right, you thought we were heading to a different lake on the way to Caesars that day. And I I'm pulling this. Hey, man, where are we going? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we got on the water pretty quick. And I think uh, within the first half hour, we had five or 10 in the boat pretty quick. And uh, we kind of hopped around to different areas, like you said. And I think you and Tom went over into some timber and, and yeah. Zach and I focused on some deeper brush piles. And uh, when we met back up, I think we both uh, pretty much had our limits. It was, so, it was a fun morning. It was a fun morning. Uh, you know, we, and folks, nothing simple about what we were doing. We were, or nothing difficult. We were on some standing timber. Uh, the one key for us is again, I don't use my live scope like Barney does, but I seen the fish on the trees. We started fishing some of them. Uh, it was cold that day. It was nasty, sort of like today is out there. And one of the things I was using just the regular double tail crappie magnet, and I cut some of the rings off, probably the top three or four rings I cut off, made that bait just a little bit smaller. And that seemed to really trigger the bite for us. That's also one of the first times I know you guys have heard that, you know, crappie magnet, we're going to be coming out with a new bait we've worked on for over one year. And, uh, I'll tell you what, Jeff is, is something because Jeff wants to make sure if he releases something, it's going to be perfect. So we have changed it and changed it. That's one of the first times I've got to use it there. And that was cold water. And we caught fish that day on that. Uh, but on those brush piles that you were fishing, what depth were you concentrating on this time of year? They were deep. They were, you know, 18 to 22 feet. And uh, if you know Caesars Creek, the uh, the state, the ODNR puts in tree piles. So mm -hmm. there's, there's different locations. And if you go to their website, you can find those uh, those uh, waypoints. But um, a couple of those are like 300 and some Christmas trees. You know, they're, they're big piles. And uh, So you're not going to miss them on your depth finder. Oh, no, no. You can't <laughs> miss them on side imaging either. So yeah. uh, you get out there and, and they were, they were just loaded up, man, you know, wintertime schools and the, a lot of them were right on top of those piles and, uh, you know, 18 to 22 feet, like I said, but if you were, if you were hitting 14 to 16 feet, they were coming up and getting them, you know, they were pretty active for winter fish. Yep. Now, Barney, do you guide year round then as long as there's open water? Yep. As long I tell people, as long as there's an adequate boat ramp and we can get an, an inch or less of ice, we can go. Cause I'll break an inch. <laughs> there you go. Now I want to, I want to switch gears, but before we do, let's get your information up there. If someone wants to book a trip with you, what's the easiest way to get you? Um, I'm pretty active on also all social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, bam fishing on, on both of those. And, uh, you know, you can certainly reach out to me via my cell phone, five, six, seven, six, seven, four, nine, one, eight, nine. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty easy to get a hold of. There you go. Uh, I imagine just like most guys in the springtime is really when you're booked 
pretty solid. So if you want to book a trip in the spring during the spawn, they need to get a hold of you pretty soon, don't they? Yeah. And, you know, as you know, Russ, I, I coach three different sports. I had two young sons, uh, 10 and 13 and, you know, football, baseball, wrestling, and we fit in some basketball in there, even though that's not my forte, but, uh, <laughs> so a lot of my weekends are tied up with that sort of stuff too. But, um, I don't have a problem taking a day off during the week and, and heading out to the lake that it takes a lot of arm twisting, but we can make it happen. You know, folks, we talk about, you know, we met at the veterans tournament was the first time we've become pretty good friends. And one of the things we talked about, you know, is our son's grown up playing sports and this and that. Of course, mine is through college now and he's done. He's in law school, but I get to watch Barney's boys grow up. And, uh, you know, I've I thought about trying to get your your boy to transfer the quarterback because he's got a pretty good arm. But then again, I thought, man, he would come to St. Mary's and we would waste that talent because, yeah. you know, as good as he throws, we would probably try, what, three attempts a year? <laughs> you know how our football goes here. <laughs> Russ, if you, if you convinced him to move, you'd have to find a spot for me, too, because I'd get disowned in this town. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So. One of the things I wanted to talk to before we go to, and we actually had a podcast on this, but um, you were the one that told me about the program they have at Kenton High School. And and this is one of the, the coolest things that I've been a part of on the podcast. Um, tell the folks what you guys got going over there. Yeah, so I can't take any credit for the program. It's all uh, Chuck Moore, Coach Moore, and uh, our Coach superintendent. did a great That's job. Um, you know, it, it was really cool for me because I, I came through the school and, and had Chuck as a coach and a teacher. And uh, now we're, we're good friends and, and enjoy the outdoors together. And uh, for that opportunity to come up there, there's not a better man in Kenton, Ohio to run that program than Chuck Moore. So for him to be there is just a, just the asterisks, the icings, whatever you want to call it, you know? So, uh, but that program takes uh, students in the school that want to learn about the outdoors, uh, whether it be fishing or hunting or trapping. Uh, and he, he brings in uh, guys from, you know, different, different outlets, uh, Cabela's and things like that. And they teach the the kids how to, how to fish, how to hunt, how to process the game, how to set up traps. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed last year was uh, he had a competition with the students who could set the traps the fastest. Right. So, uh, and it ended up being a, a local uh, girl that I know. Uh, her dad takes her out and, and they go, they do a lot of hunting and fishing and, and she whooped all the boys and that was pretty funny. Um, so, but that, you know, that, that seminar that you and I did for that, that day at the school there was probably one of the highlights of my year. That was so much fun for me personally and getting to be up there with you and, and talk through the group and watching the kids and their engagement was just, just awesome. I had a blast that day. That was fun. It was an eye opener. And folks, when he says, you know, they, they learn to process the the game and stuff, we're talking deer, uh, filet and fish. They are doing this in the classroom and they've got a new building that's going to be built. And coach was showing me uh, some of the plans and they're going to have a huge room dedicated for this. They're going to be able to hang deer in there. Now it is just going to be outstanding to me. You talk about one of the cutting edge programs in the high schools across the country. I would love to see other schools do this. And uh, like you say, coach, man, you got a lot of credit coming there. Folks, if you haven't seen that podcast, make sure you check that one out too. And uh, Barney, I'm hoping this spring, if we get that invite back, man, we're going. Uh, we'll make it happen. I'm sure. It, uh, it's funny that you bring it up. I drove by the new school yesterday and the ponds dug. And, Is it really? Uh, I took a photo of it and sent it to, to coach and said, hey, I can see the crappie swimming already, man. There's no water in it yet, but I can see them. You're going to have to send me a picture. We'll include that in this podcast then. I'll shoot so, it your way after this. 
But I'll tell you what, you know, uh, now, Barney, we talked about year round. We talked about how to get with you in the spring. If someone wants to book a trip or even this winter, okay, you like the Columbus Lakes, but if they got one in particular, are you pretty open to that? Or do you go where, you know, the fish are hitting the best right now? Oh, I'll go anywhere, um, anywhere inland. Um, can't do Erie, can't do Ohio River, but anywhere inland, it's got a the adequate ramp. Um, you know, we fish out of a twenty-one foot boat, so it's got to be a decent ramp. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, I hit a little uh, a little honey hole up at Kildare Plains this past week. Um, a lot of people don't know about it, but there's a there's a lake up there called Pond Thirty Three that it's a fun place if you can get up there. Uh, Pond Thirty Three. Ramp's a little tough. Um, you're going to, you're going to fight a little bit to get your boat back on the trailer, but the fishing's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Barney, like I say, you know, when, when you think about fishing guides, everyone thinks down South, um, and we've got some great opportunities here in Ohio and this year in the podcast, I want to take a few more podcasts and showcase some of the Ohio guides. You were one of the first to come up with. Um, and like I say, I know how you are with people. So folks, not only are you going to catch fish or learn to use a live scope or whatever, you're going to have great conversation. Barney's just a great guy. You're going to have a good time. And I can guarantee he's going to be one that once you book that first trip, you're going to book another one with him. So Barney, I appreciate you joining us, man. Well, I sure appreciate the opportunity, Russ, and thank you and the team there at Brushpile for having me. And uh, I'll pay you that money that we talked about for saying all those nice things. <laughs> hey, let your boys know. I hope they win all their games except against the blue and gold, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put an asterisk beside that one for the, the extra effort game. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's always good to talk to Barney. Um, and this is what we're doing now. It's winter time, so we're going to roll out the podcast. Barney, thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely. Thank you, Russ. Always good to talk to you, brother. Have a great one. Folks, if you don't have the Brush Pile app, make sure that you get that. It is completely free, whether you have the Android or the Apple phone. Download that. There are great features. You can get all of our podcasts, all of our shows. Everything is free too many things to mention them all so check it out again it's the brush pile fishing podcast folks i hope you enjoyed it stay tuned we'll be back again with brush pile fishing the video podcast <laughs>